You are listening to the Domestic Life Podcast, created for foodpreneurs everywhere. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. It is deliciously produced every week for your enjoyment. Show notes can be found at savorv.com. Now let's get into the show. Hello, and welcome to another amazing episode of The Domestic Life. I am your host, V. Tabron, and I'm excited because I am talking to the Burgess Brothers, and they are the kings of barbecue and burgers. They're taking the world by storm, and their amazing food and sauces are going to give us the inside scoop on your burgers and all of those other wonderful things. They are awesome, and they're going to tell us what it takes to reign supreme in the world of food. So welcome to the show. Well, thanks for having me. And uh, yeah, I wish that uh, both brothers were on the line, but unfortunately, <laughs> my twin brother, Matthew, he's out uh, protecting and serving, as we call it. So he's actually on duty patrolling the, the south area of Sacramento. And uh, I've got the Yay. day off, which is not really a day off, but you know, I'm working on the, on the barbecue and uh, restaurant business. Right. <laughs> Getting it done. And I love that. So I've said a little bit about you, but just tell people who are listening a little bit about who you are in the world of food. Well, um, basically, you know, without the story, I mean, I'd, I'd be remiss. I've got to tell the story first. And so mm-hmm. basically, you know, twin brothers, Jonathan, myself, Matthew, um, we're nearly identical, and we're still public servants. I'm a firefighter. He's a police officer, actually CHP, mm-hmm. or better known as Trooper in the South. About five, six years ago, we had a friendly burger competition on a news local news station, and that kind of birthed into opening up our restaurant um, a year later. And uh, we mm-hmm. now have a restaurant, which we've been in about four years. And out mm-hmm. of the restaurant came, you know, cooking from, you know, mom's and grandma's recipes. So out of that, we kind of created a few products, which, is, which now we're seeing and getting some traction in stores. So we, we created a barbecue sauce. Um, a cornbread mix, which is, you know, I'd love to tell you all about later in the show. Same with the barbecue mm-hmm. sauce. And uh, that's just kind of where we are. We do have the restaurant still. I mean, it's got to be a staple here in California. I mean, there's a potential to really uh, franchise this thing and go nationwide. I don't know if we have mm-hmm. the energy to do it. <laughs> Somebody else, <laughs> you know, once they hear the concept and right. uh, all that we've got going with it. But we, we know one thing for certain is that, you know, with our barbecue sauce almost nationwide now, um, right. and, and gaining traction as we bring other products to market, uh, we've got to have at least one one shop, and that's our location mm-hmm. in Sacramento. And uh, who knows what the future holds. I mean, we, we could be in other places, other cities as well. Like I said, it's just not, <laughs> not something that we've got the, right. the means to do at this time. Okay. Well, I'm sure it's going to take the world by storm. But out of all of the industries out there, what attracted you guys to the food industry? You know what? Um, I can't say there is one anything that's just, you know, we didn't grow up saying we wanted to be chefs or own a restaurant. Mm-hmm. It was really spontaneous after that com- that competition that we had. And so, you know, from learning to cook as children, you know, seven, six, seven years old in the kitchen uh, with mom and knowing how to do the passion was, well, if we open a restaurant, we can. And, you know, interesting enough, when we opened our restaurant, because we're located right across from a college, we started out just doing burgers, fairly simplified mm. menu. And we were doing barbecue and some other things on the weekends while the barbecue got so popular and all the sides until now we are, you know, we actually changed our name from Burgess Brothers Burgers to Burgess Brothers Barbecue and Burgers. Okay. Um, 
so there wasn't, you know, I, I'm not the, you know, the, we're not the store that said, hey, all our lives we wanted to open a restaurant. It just kind of mm-hmm. sprung on us after we got so much media attention from that, you know, debut on Good Day Sacramento, which was just a competition. So Right. That's amazing. Okay, so this is the fun question I have. Um, for those who don't know, the nicknames Fire in Law, where did that come from? Fire in Law? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, basically, um, with, with me being a firefighter, you know, 20-year veteran right. now, battalion chief, and, and then my brother is a, a CHP officer, which is law enforcement. Mm-hmm. So right. you've got the best of both worlds. And, I mean, that's in our tagline, committed to service, not only committed to right. you know, service in our professions, but we're committed to serving um, in the restaurant and in any product that we create, you know, we're committed mm-hmm. to making it the best. Right. And that's, I mean, that's all it's about with customer service. That's what makes people come back. So it's like you guys have been using customer service your whole life. So I'm sure people love it. And now we hear uh, horror stories about working with family and friends, and you guys are not just brothers. You're twin brothers. How do you make it work in business? You know, it's it's one of those things to where uh, whether it's family or friends mm-hmm. or whoever it is, you're always going to have your differences. And right. so, you know, we speak our minds, we speak our peace, and at the end of the day, and I guess this is where it's different, there's just a special bond with, with twins. Any twin you talk to, right. you know there's a special bond. We might be mad at each other for a day or a few hours, but after that, it's over. Um, right. You get past it and you just kind of move forward. And so there's always mm-hmm. some sort of... A little bit of a, you know, compromise or, you know, but I guess the, the biggest thing is figuring out, and as, as a friend would say, figuring out your lane and knowing what it is and trying to stay in it. So there are Absolutely. some things that I'm really good at, and as long as my brother allows me to do what I'm good at, we're good. There's some things that he's really good at, and I let him mm-hmm. do it. You know, I mean, one example is, is when it comes to getting recipes, you know, when we packaged our cornbread, it took him probably about four months to figure it out because it was always wow. little texture and taste. But I knew mm. that's what he was good at, so he did it. Now, when it comes to right. selling the product or getting in front to do a presentation um, of CEOs or developers, I pretty much take mm-hmm. the lead because that's, I mean, that's where I'm good. I'm good, you know, on a lot of the business aspect as well. I mean, I can cook as well too. But he's right. just got the science down to say, hey, you know what? These are what we're doing. Um, so we we complement each other. So I guess the one thing I'd say is that you know, if you're going to go in business, have a partner that complements you. Absolutely. You don't need people that are exactly the same because you're, you'll be lacking in an area. And if you are, then find somebody for that area that you're lacking. <laughs> right. That's perfect advice, and it makes great sense. So with your recipes and your ideas and flavors, how do you guys keep coming up with that? Is it just like you're standing in the kitchen cooking and you get inspiration? How do you come up with new ideas to make sure you're ahead of the curve? You know, I, I think it's... I look at cooking, and I think my brother would agree, it'd be like an artist, you know. Sometimes there's just talent, mm-hmm. and so, you know, and you don't have to go to culinary school to get it, although, you know, culinary schools, you can get some really impressive things, and so for all the, all the you know, the home cooks that are listening, I mean, my brother and I, we'd never gone to culinary school, but if you grew up cooking with mom and you know how to cook, you throw a little bit of culinary. So through the restaurant, we've had some culinary students come through here, some people with culinary degrees come in and cook, you know, and we just kind of mix and match. And you try something, and you know how you want it to taste. And so it's just, it really allows you to be creative. So I can't say there's just mm-hmm. one thing. You know, the, the barbecue sauce, we kind of stumbled on that. We were really taking a, a okay. really inexpensive sauce, 
like mm-hmm. a lot of people do. You know, you go and right. you buy the cheapest thing on the shelf, and then you doctor it up mm-hmm. to make it taste like you want it. Well, in the restaurant industry, that got extremely expensive when you count the time of, okay, I've got to go and buy the shop, uh, buy the sauce. Now I'm spending labor hours in fixing it up. Um, mm-hmm. So my brother's like, I'm just going to make our own sauce. And literally, he right. did. And so he made the sauce. <laughs> And, I mean, literally, it took him about 45 minutes. And I say that when you, when you wow. can cook. And all he did is he took the ingredients that we were adding to make the sauce better mm-hmm. and made our own sauce out of that. Right. That is amazing. And I just love that story because it's like you just did what you were inspired to do and you made it better. And now, look, now it's growing. So um, in the beginning, what are some ways that you attracted people to your company? I have a lot of home cooks and chefs and everything that listen to this show. Some of them are doing really well, and some of them are just starting. What ways did you guys attract new eyes to your business? I'll tell you what, um, we, and we didn't do a really good job, and you, you learn as you go, but social media is so huge. Mm-hmm. It's so important um, right. to build those profiles and get people to, you know, if you've got a, a database of people that you're catering to, getting them to leave responses on some of the social sites that actually cost mm-hmm. you nothing. Um, and so, you know, we weren't really good at that initially. Um, and a lot of, I know a lot of people, you know, I would say, you know, build up your catering contacts, but Mm -hmm. you know, it's just like any business, right? You get what you put in it. And so it can't just be all about the cooking. Yes, you can have, you can cook, you can serve great food, but there's gotta be an experience or something memorable. Um, and, and a good example is, I mean, you can have the best food but poor service and people aren't coming mm-hmm. back. You can have mediocre right. food and excellent service and people still come back. Not that we have mediocre food. Right. But, you have excellent um, food. So one of the things that we do is, you know, our, our customers, um, whether they're catering or not, Matt and I will usually always try and follow up. If not with an email, just a phone call. Make sure, hey, was everything mm-hmm. okay? Did they enjoy it? And when people get that personal touch, they feel like, wow. And so those are things that you do to kind of propel business. Um, you focus on the business that you have. The customers that you do have take really good care of them. I'll tell you what, I mean, word of mouth, it goes a million miles. And now yes. word of mouth is even bigger because you put social media behind it where somebody can go to your mm-hmm. Facebook page or they can go on Instagram or they can go on uh, Twitter or Yelp or you name it and just write mm-hmm. something really positive about you. And so other people, you have instant credibility. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. So I love that you touched on social media because that is, you know, where we are now. We're in the Internet age, so it helps you, you know, leverage yourself and meet people that you wouldn't otherwise meet. So when it comes to challenges in business, what do you find most challenging about what you do and how do you overcome those challenges? There are always going to be challenges with growth. Um, And in any business, you know, if you're not being challenged, you're not growing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so... You know, some of, the, some of the challenges, you know, that, that we faced, and I'll tell you one early on that we faced and for a lot of business owners. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is a true story. If you actually go back and you look at, like, our Yelp reviews from when we, when we first opened, you know, four years ago, mm-hmm. I would be so upset, you know, with, these, with negative reviews. And I just didn't right. get it. Sometimes I would respond, and I shouldn't have responded, but kind of <laughs> like, well, hey, are, I mean, I looked through all the receipts. When did you come in? I mean, I, I would respond, and it would be mm-hmm. inappropriate, you know, to me appropriate, okay. because uh, if you look at what we do, we're committed to service, and we want to be the, the best.
best anything we do. So it hurt me to hear or see that, you know, well, these are bad right. reviews. People are, you know, are they making this up or did it really happen? Mm-hmm. And so, one of, you know, that was a, a challenge to overcome. But, you know, the, the way I can't overcame that, so that's social media with a negative impact because now a lot of times people will have a bad experience and they won't tell you, they'll just write about it. Yes, they so, will. If you look at our Yelp reviews now, and I have not paid Yelp a dime, I won't pay him a dime, um, right. not even a penny, but if you look at our reviews now, I respond to 100% of those reviews. And mm-hmm. the, even the negative reviews, I take that opportunity for the other readers to give them a positive experience. So, for example, right. somebody comes in and says, well, my mac and cheese was oily and this was bland and my burger, my barbecue sauce was over sauce or didn't have enough sauce, I'll respond by saying, well, ma'am, very sorry to hear that you had, you know, looks like we dropped the ball. However, you know, mm-hmm. when you come in, you know, the mac and cheese should always be, you know, it's made fresh every day. We try not to sauce. You can always ask for extra sauce. All, you know, or, you know, our burgers are 100% grass-fed. You know, they're cooked to order, salt and pepper to order. You can order however you want. So I tell that other reader, this is how it should be when you come. I'm not necessarily right. responding to the negative that she mentioned. I mean, I am acknowledging, mm-hmm. you know, hey. And, you know, and for the people that say they're never coming back, you know, I just smile at those. And so what, I, what I've been doing lately is I tell anybody that's reading, if you'd like to come back and get Mrs. Ma'am's meal, since she won't come back, you can come back and get a brisket sandwich <laughs> to know what it's like. Right. So, right. Um, you know, I, I get kind of a, a little bit of joy out, out of sometimes, you know, because, yeah, and, and this is what I said. My brother and I, we've done plenty of, plenty of cooking demos, plenty of talking in our local markets. And as much as I like to say, Everybody fumbles. Even the best teams fumble once or yes, twice or a few times. Now, I will mm-hmm. say this. If my brother and I are, are there, we're not fumbling the ball. But when you build right. a business, you start replying on staff and other people. And mm-hmm. there will be fumbles. And I, I say, you know, everybody's going to fumble the ball once. But the, I truly, when I, when I have a bad experience or something, I'll go and tell a chef or let somebody know. Right. Um, now with social media, I think that's kind of taken a lot out of it. So, Business mm-hmm. people have to adjust to that challenge because it is. And the only, the next challenge is, is just get used to hearing the word no. Okay. <laughs> <And business>. Right. <laughs> okay, if I told you how many times we were told no, um, but you can't stop, you know. Mm-hmm. You can't stop with one no. I mean, if I told you we got told no on balling our barbecue sauce probably about 50 times before we got one yes. Wow. That's amazing. Okay, so speaking of business or starting a business and being told no, a lot of people are interested in starting a new business or idea and feel like they have to have all of this money. What would you say to someone who has a vision or has a dream that they want to start and they feel like they don't have the money to get started? What would be your advice? I would say, I mean, so when you look at money, I mean, money is large, and, yeah, there's always a need for capital, right? But start small. Because what a lot of times you can do, if you have a business and you're building a business, you don't always have to have all the money in the world. I mean, and a lot of times banks, when it comes to restaurants, I can tell you, they're not going to lend you money. One out of every, two out of three, two out of every three fail. Mm -hmm. Now, when you don't need money, they give it to you. But um, in saying that, there is a way to go about doing it, which I didn't know before. So if you have a catering business, so you have something, you say, you know, I want to go open up a restaurant. Use that catering business um, and leverage those, you know, build build that business so that now somebody can look at your expenses, look at your income and say, oh, I'm willing to, I'm willing to now lend money. I see I'm just going to mm-hmm. put some capital into you. Same thing, you know, I have people all the time asking me, well, how do I get my sauce bottle? 
Well, if you don't have a restaurant, it's going to be a little bit more difficult. Um, but mm. one of the things I tell people, you know, that old saying, you got to crawl before you can walk. So build right. your online, build your network of customers that are buying it for you, getting it from you monthly, so that by the time now you have to spend 5000 or $10,000 to get your first batch made, well, you've mm-hmm. got 500 customers that are ordering online, so it's already accounted for. So you can go to the bank and say, hey, look, these are my last six months worth of sales. I need right. to get this to do that, and you grow that way. So. Don't be so fast to just go get brick and mortar and do all the mm-hmm. other stuff. I mean, there are some really successful online businesses. Yeah, really are, they are. That don't have brick mm-hmm. and mortar. And so it doesn't take a whole lot of money with the technology today. You know, if you can build, you know, through your friends and your social networks a nice core and then go out that way. And that's something like my brother and I, we talked about it. Initially, we wanted to conquer the world in barbecue sauce. And we have. Yes. No, we haven't. <laughs> but I would say this. Um, in retrospect, we've already done it, and we're already in, in all these markets that, in retrospect, I would have and I would, going forward, pull back, focus on a few markets, knock mm-hmm. out on those markets, and then expand. Because what happens is, is once you enter a market, and with any business, why am I going to change when I've been doing one thing for the last 20 years? You're going to give me a reason. Right. So now mm-hmm. you've got to use resources and marketing and everything else to give these people a reason to try it. Well, if you grow too fast or you don't grow smart, you know, <laughs> and that's why people put right. the plans down, right? Now you're doing all mm-hmm. these different things. It's like, oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't believe I did that. And, I mean, I'm in it. We're in it now, so guess what? We're just going to do what we've got to do. Okay, so I'm aware that you're a finalist in a current competition. I want you to tell my audience about that and how we can support you on that. Okay, absolutely. So Home Shopping Network has uh, partnered with Good Housekeeping for uh, a Golden Seal Award. And so basically about, oh, man, I want to say three weeks ago, I was toying around the Internet, you know, disappointed up at, you know, like entrepreneurs are because we only get about four hours of sleep a night, four or five. Right. And uh, I got told no on one thing, so I'm like, all right, well, one, well, one door closes. There's something else that's going to open. So Home Shopping Network, I sent them our story first mm-hmm. and then our products. And, uh, and I'll tell you, this is why I know it's pretty amazing. I, I applied on Home Shopping Network on a Thursday. Mm-hmm. By Monday, I had a response saying, we're interested, please send us samples. Well, I sent, we sent samples of our cornbread mix as well as our barbecue sauce. Um, while, while, while that all was going on, I got additional emails saying, hey, we think you guys would be a great fit for the, you know, the Good Housekeeping Award, and uh, told us to go online and apply for that as well. So we did. And basically, right, right now, my brother and I, we are semifinalists, so there will be 100 semifinalists. Mm-hmm. And actually, in the next, next week, we fly out to Florida. Um, to pitch our product, which is the cornbread mixes and two barbecue sauces, as well as a, a mm-hmm. challenge coin. Upon, a, upon successful pitch of that product, which I'm pretty confident we're going to do well, um, we will then become a finalist for the Good Housekeeping Award. Now, what that means is we'll go in, into a newspaper publication and all their newsstands nationwide. Mm-hmm. Um, and the voting opens up in November. So they're going to look at three, three things for voting, I mean, for actually how they pick who wins the actual award. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to look at the, uh, the voting from the public. They're going to, you know, basically, you know, test and taste the product and how well we pitch. 
So those are the three things you're looking at. And I'm sure voting is going to come into play because, of course, when we're featured as a finalist in this magazine, there will only be ten of us. Um, all ten finalists get to go on Home Shopping Network and sell their products. But only oh, wow. one is going to get the only one is going to get the Good Housekeeping Golden Seal Award, and what that oh. award does that it's about two hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of advertising that you can put that on your your logo um, on your labels. They endorse the product, and so and then it opens up to ninety six million other viewers. So what wow. your audience and all audiences can do is just stay tuned. You've got the initial information. We'll know. Um, before we leave Florida next week, if we've made it to the final round, which again okay. I anticipate, I anticipate us making it. I mean, I'm just going to claim it now. Um, yes, you know, absolutely. We're we're, we're yes. claiming that now, and uh, mm-hmm. look to see us in the finals. So once mm-hmm. that voting opens up, then you know, and obviously you know, when it comes to online ordering, supporting it. But I tell you what, there's nothing like. I mean, we've got an online site right now. So if your listeners are listening, BritishBrothers.com. Go on there. You can order our cornbread mix. It's absolutely amazing. The barbecue sauce. There's nothing like tasting this and talking about it. So for anybody that may be listening, that's thinking, hey, you know, I want to support these guys, don't just listen to what I'm saying. Order the product. Have us ship it out. Taste it for yourself. And then go ahead and give us your feedback. But I tell you what, I know I am 100% confident in our abilities to go in and become a finalist. And, I'll, and I'll, I'll lend it at this and, and let you talk. But the <laughs> cornbread mix that we have, there's nothing like it on the market. And, in mm-hmm. fact, at the restaurant, I posted a picture on our Instagram page on our social media page the other day. I don't, know any other, I don't know any cornbread mix on the market right now that you can do a waffle with. We made, mm. we made cornbread waffles with fried chicken yesterday on special. The mix is amazing. You can bake it. You can oh, do it on a waffle iron. You can do it over the stove like hot water cornbread. It is right. absolutely amazing. Game changer. Going to change your world. Yes. Well, I'm ready for my world to be changed. I'm about to go order some and get my hands on that. So I want to um, just big up your other services. What other services do you offer? Are there any other projects you're working on that we need to support? What else are you doing? So there are a couple things, you know, that, that we, are, we are actually working on. And, and you know, there, some things are going to, you know, I tell my brother, you know, everything that we've done in our life today will equate to a book eventually because they're just things, you know, I, I, you'll hear bits and pieces. You know, people ask about Shark Tank. That's a whole other story. That's a whole other interview we can talk about that right. entire process. Um, but these are some things that are going to be left for a book. But I would say this. This is the one thing that we're working on. Being African-American um, and being an African-American entrepreneur, business owner, professional, I think all of us have a desire, or not a desire, all of us have a, a feeling of we've got to be better. You know, mm-hmm. you look at our president today, he's got to be better. Um, right. And I think that's just because of obstacles in life. So one of the things that we're really working on, there's some other gentlemen um, in Florida that we've met at conferences. We went back, we went back to Arkansas, met with Walmart, um, talked to them. Even though that relationship uh, didn't take off to, you know, putting our sauce in their stores, we made some great contacts. And through right. those contacts, other African-American business owners. And so one of the things that we are working on, my brother and I, and we will do it, is building an alliance of mm-hmm. entrepreneurs 
and a resource where we're helping each other and we come back. And so there's strength right. in numbers. And honestly, you know, what I didn't mention, I guess one of the biggest challenges for me is being African-American and then having um, others and you're like, where's the help? <laughs> mm-hmm. I want to be, you know, we will be in a position very soon to help people. And I'm not just saying give handouts. I'm not asking for a handout. Right. You know, hardworking, I just need sometimes to be, put me in the room or give me the direction of where I need to go, you know, or, or make the introduction. Um, you know, I, I joke around about it, but, you know, when I get to Steve Harvey, I'm going to slap him on the head once and ask what took me. <laughs> No, I'm serious. Right. <laughs> I'm not going to slap. I want to go to jail. My brother might arrest me, but you know, <laughs> right. I want to. Steve, what took so long? You know, here we are. We're in 350 stores. Um, we're in the military nationwide. We're knocking on, you know, I, I don't know any other business in our market that's going on Home Shopping Network. Now, we've right. got a couple great local media stations that are phenomenal here that have been great mm-hmm. for us. But you would think that, oh you know, Sacramento, we should be, you know, and I'm grateful for where we are. But mm-hmm. you know, to answer your question, we're working on an alliance of building yep. other entrepreneurs and light business or other businesses that can use us for a resource. I'll have somebody say, hey, you know, or even when you look at young African Americans, but all people, I mean, I've helped whites, I help Hispanics, I help everybody, but I'm African American. Right. But young African Americans that want to enter the public service, fire and police departments. You know, we right. set up interview panels. I've done that in my own time. So those mm-hmm. are all, you know, good things that we want to kind of, we will, not want to, we will get together and do. And, you know, like I said, there are three gentlemen right now. We, we, we formed an alliance. They all have barbecue sauce. I'm like, look, guys, we're not in competition with each other. Right. You know, because yes. what you'll find is this, you know, in business there's something called private label. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes, you know what that is? is. <laughs> Listen, I don't, have to, I don't have to create the recipe. All I need to do is mm-hmm. endorse it. And that's where right. I say people come together. If your sauce is good and I approve it, we've already done the hard work. We're in store. Right. They want more product. I just don't have time to create it. So guess what? Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and do a private label. And, you know, and we'll be looking for private labels with other entrepreneurs, African-American that are trying to do it, that, hey, you know, I just, I, I just need a chance. I need that capital to get mm-hmm. started. You know, well, you've got a great product because we were there, and not that I have all the capital in the world. Trust and believe, I'm right. not there yet. <laughs> you know, but we were there to where, you know, I, my brother and I laugh all the time. We're like, well, everybody's getting paid except for us. You know, don't quit your day job right. yet. <laughs> exactly. And I love that you mentioned private label because I do that specifically for my business. And honestly, private label is where most of my money comes from. So I want the audience not to be shy of private label, especially when it comes to building an alliance. So I'm glad you mentioned that. And another just one of my last questions, um, I like to just encourage people. So if a kid walked up to you and they just needed inspiration or just one life tip to keep them going, what would you say to that kid? What would your priceless tip be for them? Hard work pays off. Okay. Hard work pays off. It eventually does, and it will. So, you know, don't get discouraged. You know, stay on the course. And, uh, you know, if we need to pray you up in faith, then that's what we need to do. But stick to the course. Absolutely. Awesome. I love that. And I'm big enough Sacramento. My uh, parents actually have a church in Roseville, California. I live in Atlanta now, so I'm definitely going to tell them to support you. That could be another alliance for you there. They're in Roseville, Sacramento at the Renaissance Church. So I'm sure you'll be 
seeing some of the Tay Brown family soon as well. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. I mean, have them come on down. I mean, if they want, we'll take the food truck out to the church and, uh, you know, <laughs> have a great absolutely. great, uh, great lunch after church. So. Yes, absolutely. Okay, so where can people find you on social media or Facebook? Um, where can they find your website and stay connected to you if they want to reserve a food truck or work with you in the future? Yeah, so, I mean, our website, you can reserve the food truck, and that thing gets booked out pretty quick. Um, but by all means, if, you're, if there's a date, Um On Facebook, we're Burgess Brothers barbecue and burgers Mm -hmm. um instagram it's burgess brothers uh burgess bros barbecue so those are our three sites facebook you know we we track our fans instagram as well on more facebook i I just started instagram um and obviously you know what i didn't mention is that we do have a precious coin it's called a challenge coin and anybody can buy one. You can buy it from a website or you buy it here at the restaurant. But once you buy that, you go in there a registry as a VIP member for the for the establishment. And through that Ooh. point, you get 15% off any time you come in the door. Um, awesome. There's a freebie every week. It also applies to online orders. So there are just a number of ways to connect with us. Um, stop by the mm-hmm. restaurant. We're not here all the time, but, you know, we do drop in. Um, but, you know, I respond, we respond to social media, Instagram, message us on Facebook. And uh, I tell you, I want to thank you again for having me. It's been a, uh, a pleasure. And uh, I know you're pressed for time, and I like to talk a lot, and my wife's going to be mad when I get back for lunch. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for allowing me to do this. I'm sure my audience is going to love to hear about you, and we will definitely be supporting the Burgess Brothers in the future. Okay, thank you so much. Take care. That's a wrap. Come back often and feel free to add this yummy podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. You can also follow us at SaverV on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time, keep it domestic. Peace.